Good afternoon, Patriots, and it's Monday, August 29th in the year 2022, broadcasting live here from Texas. It is a hot day down here today. Man, I'm telling you, this us Northwestern people, we don't get, we lose the adaptability to humidity and dense heat pretty fast, but it's still a nice day. I'll give you that. Patriots, before we begin, make sure you're taking good care of your immune system, and to do that, We've got Expedition Coffee, X-P-E-D, expeditioncoffee.com is where you find that. Those links are always below the podcast. Expedition Coffee has been designed for your health and your wellness to boost your immune system, to give you mental clarity, and to sustain that across the entire day. Now, all the products offered on Expedition Coffee, X-P-E-D, are all designed to enhance your immune system and work in complement with Expedition Coffee. Those include the Gut Health Triad, which helps heal and seal your gut. Also, Immune XP, which is a immune booster based on high levels of, of um, <laughs> I can't even think today, high levels of pine cone extract. I'll get it there one of these times. And all these other great products that are there, all designed to keep your immune system healthy and strong. Earth is another full nutrient powder. Mix it with water. Drink it like a shake. Now, I continue to take these every day. My health is strong. My immune system is strong. I'm in and around people that I know that have been vaxxed. I don't have any of those problems of getting shedding problems or anything else. And these products are high grade. They keep you healthy. They keep you strong. And they're absolutely essential for your day. So, again, check them out at Expedition, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. Boy, I'll tell you, when you're traveling, you can just like right in the middle, I get a brain moment, which I just had. Patriots, I want, to, I want you to hear this. This is some an interesting perspective on the upcoming elections. Hey, what's up, America? Well, some interesting news. So it's now being reported that the Republicans only have a 45% chance of taking back the House and that more than likely the Democrats will retain the majority. Now, I'm not a big fan of polls because I've seen them fail multiple times, but... They're citing a lack of confidence in Republican leadership. And the pollsters are saying, both Democrat and Republican, that it's looking like it's going to be kind of a shit show. So for the past year and a half, Republicans have been saying that they're going to take the House in a red wave because of how bad Joe Biden has been doing. Unfortunately, even though the country is falling apart at the seams, it doesn't seem to be persuading voters to go back to the GOP. So even though the Democrats are destroying the country and most people agree that it's heading in the wrong direction, the GOP have betrayed their people so much that they can't even be trusted to stop it. And Patriots, that's ultimately the truth. We all know that the Republicans and the Democrats are just one party, two different faces. And so it's something you have to keep your eye on. It's going to create for a very interesting dynamic and it really doesn't matter what side wins. There are some good candidates intermixed, but at the end of the day, until we correct correct this massive corruption, I'd be very cautious and be very cautious all the way through with anything promoted at the outcome of these elections. This rot that we are dealing with is deep and it's very systemic. And that creates an enormous problem when we're trying to reset things on a rule of law basis. And just to give you an example, some of the other thing big things on the horizon the Census Bureau is saying that 3.8 million Americans will likely be evicted in the next two months. 3.8 million Americans being evicted from their homes in the next few months. Where are they going to go? You and I both know they're going to end up initially, if they can afford it, they'll fall into places like motels. 
if they can get low-cost motels, and then that'll burn out very quickly. And if they don't get funding, they'll end up in homeless shelters, and those will overflow. They'll end up on the streets. This is the new world we're in. This is by design to destroy the United States. How many senators, how many congressmen, how many politicians are talking about this problem? And the answer is none. They give nice candy-coated references to it, like the Biden effect. I don't care about the Biden effect. What's the? How are we going to get to these people and help them and keep them stable and help them get back into housing? In the meantime, we've got 4.9 million illegal aliens that have crossed the border in the United States in the first 18 months of the Biden regime. 4.9 million. Those people are getting free health care. They're getting cell phones. They're getting all sorts of resettlement monies. All of that at your expense. Your taxpayer dollars are being used as a weapon against us, all of us. And so it's time that we really start to rethink what that 16th Amendment really means. Because I don't believe that it's said so that we shall screw ourselves. But somehow that's seeming to be the way of things these days. And it's time that we need to put our foot down. And that's really a big issue of us learning red lines and having to put our red lines down. It's essential. Because if we don't, we're actually just going to get rolled up. Here's a short piece from Jordan Peterson. I think he puts it very, very well. They should make themselves competent. It's very helpful for people to hear that they should make themselves competent and dangerous and take their proper place in the world. Competent and dangerous? Hmm. Why dangerous? Because it's the alternative to being weak. And weak is not good. The people who shoot up the high schools, they're weak. They're weak. How is it good to be dangerous? Because it makes you formidable. And life is a very difficult process. And it's not for, you're not prepared for it unless, unless you have the capacity for to be dangerous. That doesn't mean that you should be cruel. It doesn't mean any of that. There's a statement in the New Testament, the meek shall inherit the earth. But the meek isn't well translated. It means something more like those who, those who have swords and know how to use them but keep them sheathed will inherit the world. That's a way better way of thinking about it. The meek is literally the humble warrior. The, he or she who has the ability to stand boldly and to confront and fight evil but knows better than to be seek out random violence, but instead stands boldly, fearlessly with their sword on their hip. You've heard me say that many times. We must lead with the sword of, of the spirit, but never take the sword of steel off of your hip. You're just hearing it from a different person in a different way. This is a very critical time to keep that focus. And it is a time to not lose focus on what, what's going on. They are doing a full court press to try to take guns and rights away because this is their last shot and it's up to us to hold the line patriots it's 11 minutes after the hour let's pray father we come to you today just blessed that we continue to have this assembly of patriots and assembly of fellowship that spans both distance and time we're able to bring people together into one place and we're all able to listen wisely and attentively to all that you have to share and equally share in the fellowship of prayer. Father, in these times, it seems so troubling and so monumentous in what we have to overcome. What we do know and what we're reminded of is that through you, all things are possible. So, Father, we just ask that you'll continue to bless us as we continue to walk forward in this walk of faith, our feet solidly anchored on the rock of faith, 
as we watch so many collapse that have built their houses on sand. Father, this is a time of the great shaking, and we see it around us. We see so many people seeking, so many people being left to question because of so many of the things that they've worshipped and fallen into. They were false idols. We have this worship going on still with our politicians, the belief that somehow a few elected officials that are always end up being bought off or corrupted soon on will somehow save the world. We constantly have an, an idea of projection where we're going to project our needs, our desires, our hopes, even our fears onto others. Father, we're praying today for strength and solidity in our resolve to stand against this evil, to be able to take accountability for our actions, to hold the line and not keep expecting that someone else, including you, is going to sweep in at the last moment and just fix it for us. What we have missed so much in our culture is accountability. What we have missed so much in our day, in our life, in this world is accountability. We have this rise right now of something called Christ consciousness, which is quite literally the idea that we can all aspire to being whatever our great self is and do whatever we seek to do as long as we just live it that way. There's no accountability for our actions and it's there for us to take. And in the process, there's no process of being accountable to ourselves, accountable to you, or even seeking repentance through you to restore ourselves to the kingdom. And in that concept with Christ consciousness, Father, it's a deception, and we know this. We know this is Lucifer's hand maneuvering through these things to try to bring people over to his side as if everything is going to be easy and okay. Once again, the great traps of humanity the traps of convenience, the traps of ease, the, the traps of it's going to be no worries in our life. May we have those ideas cast aside. May they be corrupted to the point where people realize that they are little more than a deception, a promise of false hope and false truths. Father, these things are permeated deep within our culture. We see it all the time. The relationship people have to digital appliances and the ease of trying to make life better by having an app or an AI tell us what we need to do. The idea of deciding in our life what items we don't want to do anymore and considering things like bringing robotics into our homes so that we can pass off tasks that are part of our daily life onto something else that we find so we can do less, more meaningful things or so we tell ourselves. Father, but we know that's once again a deception because people don't turn to you first they turn to themselves and they worship themselves. They look deep within themselves to find new interesting things like how many more internet channels can we surf? How much more porn can we digest? How many more things can we mindlessly consume to distract us from the real issues in the world at hand? Father, may all of these elements that are distracting people and luring them away from the path towards you with Christ. May they be struck down. May they be corrupted in such a way that they no longer become appealing. Father, we also pray for our president, President Trump. He's in a point right now when the vices are squeezing in, the noose is tightening. And while we hear a lot of optimistic views, it's very evident that there's going to be quite a trial of nerves and quite a trial of emotions in the days and weeks ahead. Father, what we're praying for today when we pray for President Trump is praying for a repenting president, a president that will humble himself before you, a president that will accept Christ deeply in his life, a president that will understand 
what's at stake and realize that the true legacy he builds is not going to be on his policies. It's not going to be on money. It's going to be on the ability to stand with strength and glory and security and understanding that before you, he must be humbled, but he must also lead a nation to humble themselves before you and seek repentance as well. May we, see, may we have a repenting president, Father. And may he find his way through to find that true strength and love in Christ Jesus. We also pray for the many to have a true intimate relationship with Christ. That just simply saying that I've accepted Christ, may they seek deeper. May they reach farther. May they find that true, breathing, living relationship with Jesus that will help them come to the places of understanding our true purpose on this earth. To step away and be willing to step away from the consumption and ideological holdings of the material culture where people are constantly consumed with things that they own, things they must buy, things that they must possess. And instead, change the paradigm to a willingness to be able to give away anything at any time, always eyes on Christ and to you, Father. May we realize our true birthright in that process, that we are not here to mark time, that we are not here to waste time waiting for the end, that somehow by accepting Christ, we just have to wait until the moment of death and then go on our merry way, but rather that we are in an active war, that this is going to require hard and hardened souls and hardened positions to stand firmly against an enemy that never quits that this is truly a time when we need the call of the warrior spirit within the many the warrior spirit that Christ demonstrated to us that too few want to view and look at that strength to never bow that strength to never give in that strength to never lie to hold that line in, in spite of all of the pressures and the crushing attacks that came upon him Father, may we have that strength and may you present before us the challenges that we need to build that strength deeper and more firmly. And may we always seek you first in that moments of doubt or the moments of hesitation. And above all, may we always remember these words to fear not. Guide us in these times, Father. Bless us. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Patriots, there is nothing more important right now, in my opinion, than for people to get very clear on the challenges that lie ahead. We are in a point of maximum deception. They are throwing everything they can at us because they know very well that their time to secure the minds of the many is dwindling, and it's dwindling fast. They knew they had a narrow window. They have to take a few to convince the many. As I've talked about pretty much repeatedly over the last couple of weeks is that as I move across the country and I'm seeing things, what I'm seeing is on a country that is, has all the makings of being ungovernable. And yet what I see is a, re, a willingness to accept defeat in the idea of compliance and submission. Ungovernable is a place in our hearts. Ungovernable is that walk that Jesus made that no matter what they did to him, he still had the strength to endure. He had the strength to defy. And that's exactly where we need to be. This is not a time of compliance. This is not a time of submitting to this enemy, but rather to stand boldly, to not comply at all, and to continually resist and to push back. Know your laws. Know your rights. These are God-given rights that we have. They are not for them through policy to take away. 
We're seeing this time and again that these agencies are building policies and trying to tell you that they have the right to enter your home to take something, to enter your home without a warrant. Know your constitution. Know what your constitution gives you as rights. Read your Declaration of Independence. These are critical, critical things. Documents that mean something. Documents that they hate. They hate them because it keeps them from having full power over you. And as are, those are the attitudes that we must continue to hold. And the more people that stand up, the weaker they become. These are cowards that are hiding behind badges. They'll try to tell you otherwise. They'll try to tell you they're not as they put on body armor and, and helmets and throw their badges on their hips and strap on their M4 across their chest, strap their 9mm or 10mm on their hip. They think they're powerful. They're powerful only because they have the tools of threat and the intimidations and fears that they carry with their uniforms and with their equipment. But they are nothing. They are not walking with Christ in their heart. They are not walking in this place of honoring the Constitution or the Declaration of Independence. They're walking in a place to take away rights, to force people to submit, to dictate to them what they have, what they must do. This is the mentality of authority and tyranny. And tyranny is now amongst us. It's on our borders. It is everywhere. We cannot anymore be silent. And this is a time again and again to understand your red lines. Where is it that you will not let anyone pass? Where is it that you will hold the line firmly no matter the cost? What is your family worth to you? What is, what is your in sovereignty worth to you? What is your own personal freedom worth to you? And that means at times we're going to have to make hard stands, bold stands that aren't comfortable, but we're doing it not just for us, but we're doing it for the future generations and generations yet unborn. Right now on the brink of this time is the Constitution and the entire future of this nation, and this is being tested intentionally by design, trying to be deconstructed. And this is all being engineered by a group of elites that want a single power. They want to control the world. They want to control it under a new world order, and they want to submit everybody to their views and their control of how they want the world to run. And they're playing all sorts of games to keep people off base, to keep them at their mercy, to constantly keep people focused on the fear rather than the faith. Matthew eleven twelve. from the days of John the Baptist until the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and violent men take it by force. The kingdom of heaven has suffered violence and, and violence men take it by force. We have to be able to stand to that because they will seek and they will try. Samuel 5, 9, 2 Samuel 5.19, Then David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I go up against the Philistines? Will you give them into my hand? And the Lord said to David, Give up, for I go up, for I will certainly give the Philistines into your hand. Just to be clear, he didn't hand them their hands to take a dance. It wasn't like, may I have the first dance with you? That's not what was going on there. Neither did he offer the Philistines up for a barbecue or a potluck. This is a war, and God has understood and guided us all the way from the beginning that this is war. And so it is a principle to understand that we are behind enemy lines. We are fighting for the kingdom to secure it and to expand it. And that mentality has to be constantly reinforced within us 
because otherwise we're going to be lost within a, within a fight where these people seek to do only one thing, to destroy ruthlessly all that God created. Footnote, that's us. And I have no intention of submitting to them. And just as another highlight, just something to be aware of, Dr. Robert Malone, which is an interesting one. He's been out and about quite a bit. And I would be cautious about the things that he's saying. From what I'm understanding, Dr. Malone is controlled opposition. And it would make sense. He's the one who says he created mRNA. And he's handled. And you have to understand how these handlings work. It's probably some, It's probably his wife that's his handler or something. And I'm not kidding. So be careful of who you follow. Be careful about these things that we see. Okay? Watch carefully. Observe. Ask hard questions. It's, it's important. If they don't want to use their real name, be suspect. If they're hiding behind things, images, so forth, be suspect. At this point in time... <laughs> There's, if you're a patriot and you aren't out in front and people can see you, it's a joke. And I, I say that because there's a number of them around still that are still trying to do this sleuth stuff. And there's nothing sleuth about them. We need to be out in front and guiding. The, the pastors of old, the pastors that founded this country, that created what was known as the Black Robe Regiment, they were fearless. They stood behind the pulpit. They spoke the truth. And when the time came, they took off the black robes and picked up the musket and went to war with the, with the farmers and the peasants, or the farmers and the, and the ranchers. This was a time that started our country. And quite frankly, it's probably going to be that time again. We need that strength. You are also better in the light than in the dark. Keep yourself visible. Speak boldly. Speak truth to power. It's very, very important. This tyranny is not stopping. It's growing like a cancer. Probably more appropriate is growing like a toe fungus because that seems to grow fast. And they're, they're going for anything. This, these are desperate times. To give you a demonstration of how desperate, Gavin Newsom just committed $100,000 to the gubernatorial campaign against DeSantis. Now, it's, it makes for a good story. He's talking about how much he can't stand DeSantis and how DeSantis is a bad man and a bad example for children because he's saying bad things. All this nonsense. The truth is that somewhere, somehow, they aren't able to get the money that they used to get, which means probably Planned Parenthood's taken it in the teeth and the normal down, flow down of money is not working. So you now have state politicians that have taken graft uh, from every single area like Newsom probably pulling from his Swiss bank account or something or Chinese bank account and he's now dumping money directly into a campaign these people don't like to be visible and yet they're becoming visible this again God's moving boldly in this world exposing all these things and bringing truly bringing dark to light we must keep the pressure on we must be relentless and we must never ever give in to these people it is important now, as, as it is more important than any other time in your life to understand what it's going to take here to, to have the resolve to say no, to hold the line, and to not let these people try to steal your lives because they will. That's the nature of evil. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. 
Never bow to evil, never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, tonight there will not be a Bards FM live chat. There will be live chat on Fishers, but no Bards FM live chat. There is a podcast for tonight for Bards FM. It will post at the normal time, but no live chat tonight for the 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern show. That will return as normal tomorrow. We've got a conflict going on, but the, the show is going to post. It will be as a normal hour show on Podbean Podcasts and all the other podcast platforms. So until then, or until the next time, I'll see you tonight at Fisher's, hopefully, out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country.
old evil that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.